0: The College Football Experience Cincinnati Bearcats season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, make sure to grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. And lastly, we're brought to you by the S G P N app. Yes. Us, the NBA finals free roll contest locks at the end of this week. So make sure you get your entry in for a free shot at winning a thousand dollars. Just enter S G P N in the app store or Google play store and download it today.
1: Hey, what's up? you degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N let it ride, baby.
0: Welcome, welcome to the college football experience, Cincinnati Bearcat season preview. My name is Colby, swinging to base Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Oh
1: my God, the quarterback is toast.
0: And I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. <laughs> Getting excited, Patty there, C in the place to be. Hi, Well. there you go, buddy. Let's analyze what's been working for us. I can tell you what's been working for the Cincinnati Bearcats. What's that? It's been the kicking ass and taking names later, Patty C. Give me the Dundee music. Where is that Dundee music? All right, I gotta find this thing. All right, there we go. Oh. The Cincinnati Bearcats, if they would have had that 12 team playoff, instead of this inventational nonsense, they would have been hosting the Georgia Bulldogs and they would have beat them in Cincinnati. Yeah, they would have that you can take to the bank. All right. Oh. But Dave Luke fickle turns down Michigan state now looking like a genius with the AAC probably going to get a bit of the playoffs a lot. Cincinnati is probably now a better job than Michigan state and several other jobs. So, I mean. You look at this, this team though, and you think sky is the limit in Cincinnati. Sky is truly the limit in Cincinnati. Where are you? Where
1: are you? So I mean, I have so to, this is a Dundee special team right here. This is a Dundee special team. I like what you're doing that. You gave me the full Dundee, uh, you know, pump up music there. And you're right. If the AAC is the top, you know, group of five, so to speak uh, conference, and they're guaranteed a seat at the table every year. The group of five, uh, they're
0: going to be battling like Boise state or San Diego state. Or something. Sure. I think the, the AAC see for whatever it be. I think it's uh, certain years. I'll, it's a lot better than mountain West, but certain years, the mountain West are better. But I think no matter what the bias against the West coast, for some reason
1: still exists, still exists when it comes to the small conferences. Look, and this is from two East coast guys. Sure. We live in California. I'm, East Coast to my core for I mean, life, Nick, even though I Nick love it out here. he lives
0: in North Carolina. I had him on the show. We were talking the other day, saying, "Man, the Mountain West this year is probably going to be better than the AAC." But for whatever reason, the AAC gets—I think just the cities they're yeah, in, the, the noise they make. Exists. Yeah, but whatever, there's still a great conference, and I, I, I'm excited about the opportunities that they'll have. Yeah, I think.
1: Uh, uh, what would you say uh, in most years out of the group of five? what is AAC's majority. What would you say? Like 60% of the time? Yeah. A- there is, are
0: certain years, the mountain West, like when Boise's really on. Yeah. And there's been great years where I, in my opinion, the country just doesn't see a Nevada or a San Diego state when they go 10, 10 and two or something. Right. Um, that San Jose state was one of those teams last year. We'll see if they can maintain that. Yeah. But Fresno state's had some
1: really good years too. They're going to need to get in the top 12 and to have a chance to, uh, to win some of those games or at least be competitive to get that respect. Cause right now Boise is the only team in the mountain West that gets that kind of love. Yeah. You know,
0: it's, the, it's weird though, because I mean, you can, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, like, I know I watch these games. You the Utah state teams with Jordan love are really good. Yeah. They were going like 10 and two. I mean,
1: Utah themselves uh, yeah. was in the mountain West. They they didn't give. We, we saw
0: them. how the mountain West teams did when TCU and Utah and BYU last year. I mean, obviously they went to be an independent, but I'm saying Utah's Done great in the Pac-12. Uh TCU's done great in the in the Big 12. So yeah, it shows right there. Yeah, that, there's not that yeah.
1: big of a difference.
0: But regardless, this is a Cincinnati po- podcast. The AAC is the top. Cons- more consistently than not yeah, the group top of five.
1: group of five. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to have the top team, but it's starting to become that they've got some truly elite teams in there. I, I guess once w- the conference, uh, realignment happened, they, they were when picked you, apart. And, and how bad is Yukon feeling right now? Yeah. UConn's some fucking with idiots.
0: this new 12 team. They're like, Oh shit. We should have stayed in the AAC. There's a big <laughs> chunk of
1: money coming our way. That's right. Now let me rattle these off to give you guys an idea of where Cincinnati stands. Uh, recruiting-wise, and and how they're going to position themselves with a, a, seat, a potential seat at the table every year. Back in 2017, they were 63rd in the nation recruiting, right? Not that long ago, and, and those are the guys that are responsible for <laughs> their excellent performances recently, but they have improved since then. Uh, 49th, they dropped back to 66 last year, still good for second in the AAC, but then 41st and... Uh, 43rd. And this year they're sitting at number 24 right now, every single year, except one, they've finished number one in ACC recruiting rankings. So uh, AAC recruiting rankings. So uh, yeah, this team is in a great position moving forward to potentially be in the playoff uh, more than half the time.
0: And and a good spot to be hosting a playoff game. Perhaps um, it's going to be really interesting to watch the development. I think fickle stays now though, with this new development, uh, it's, it's crazy. Cause in a way, I've heard people say this with Heupel that he now has had a worse job yeah. than for what he was cl- looking
1: at. like a genius and Malzahn looking
0: like a genius. That's
1: right. For leaving taking.
0: Auburn where it's harder.
1: That's right. To go to, a, to go to UCF where now it's an easier gauntlet than the sec West. That's right. I, I bet you will see UCF get about as many bids as Auburn does to the college football playoff over the next decade or so, whenever they get started with it.
0: So you break down this team though, obviously, uh, you know, a great season a, a year ago where where you know I thought they kind of got a little too conservative in that bowl game, but I thought I thought that was bullshit. They were playing the game in Atlanta. I understand yeah. Georgia had opt outs. I know I think Cincinnati had an opt out too or uh, injuries too. Georgia had the
1: lead for about three minutes left. Uh, they got three, too conservative. Three man. minutes in the second quarter, Cincinnati. I want to say led that game for like fifty seven minutes, and then that one second or three seconds left, I guess Georgia kicks the field goal. That's a fucking tough way to lose, man. They were the better team. You know, I know Georgia was missing some players, but they had to go to Atlanta. Well, I
0: can tell you this. If this game was in Cincinnati, I feel confident they would have lost that game Even
1: with Georgia having everyone uh, yes,
0: playing because uh, uh, Cincinnati I think had a few situations too, where they didn't, I, I don't remember. I think it was
1: their star running back. Dokes. I don't think Dokes played that game. Well, Cincinnati. I'm not sure about that, but uh, you might. I be know right. they
0: had a couple of players out. Their left yeah, tackle also true. got injured in that
1: game. That's that was right. a huge, a huge problem. And for he them. got fucking ejected. And that big German dude, that yeah. six foot, it get toasted. That was kind of like the turning that point. That was the, the game. turning point. Yeah. Um. But uh. Man. Yeah. I mean, quarterback wise, Ritter has really come along. They were a really, actually legitimate good team last year, like a top ten team.
0: And look, I was Ritter's
1: biggest critic two years ago. Yeah, I
0: thought that was what's holding them back from being elite. You were trying to sell me that cup that Cincinnati's elite, and I was like, I, I don't think so.
1: But <laughs> well, I think pro- for me, it was sell it until it becomes real. But I saw the potential. But the
0: progress I saw, yeah, through last season, I was really impressed with Desmond Ritter. Uh, so look, he's back. You got a senior quarterback. That's always a big thing. Uh, you're getting three starters back on the O line. Uh, sure. You lose James Hudson. He's on the, he's on the Cleveland Browns, the running game. I mentioned this Jared dokes is gone, but Alabama running back or former Alabama running back, uh, Jerome Ford, who averaged 6.6 yards per carry last year and had an 80 yarder in that Georgia game. So that's what I'm talking about. He was the star. He, he gotcha. He played. Maybe that wasn't a big, biggest drop off as, as one would think. They also have uh, Charles McCleveland who's back after two years of being injured in that backfield. Now receiving the ball, they have the deepest receiving core probably, this is probably the strong suit for the whole team because Michael Young returns after transferring to Notre Dame for a year. Yeah. Gotta <laughs> love that. The old, let me go over there. <laughs> then let me come back. Yeah, That didn't work out. <laughs> Alec Pierce, Tyler, Scott, Jordan Jones, Jaden Thompson, all back there, but they're tight ends. Uh, Josh uh, Wiley, that guy, that guy can play and Leonard Taylor are back. A lot of optimism, Patty C on the offensive side of the ball. Now defensive side of the ball, Marcus Freeman's gone. He's mm, at Notre Dame now, does which, hurt. which they play
1: probably which, more than anything. It hurts from a recruiting standpoint. Cause he's already gone over to Notre Dame and started to kill it. Um, and I think he was doing the same at Cincinnati, but I think he's got some X's and O's chops too.
0: Yeah. Well, Mike Trestle's the new guy coming in over from Michigan state. They got this D line is going to be good. Uh, with Sanders on the DN spot. That guy's a beast. He's had over a uh, double digits in sacks, uh, Marcus Brown, Malik van. They get after the quarterback too. And they're bringing in that uh, UVA transfer, Juwan Briggs, who actually got as a freshman, I think he got seven starts a season ago. That's big. Uh,
1: oh yeah, that's right. Four star.
0: Yeah. And the, the linebackers, Darion Beavers or Darian Beavers is back. He's their top linebacker, but bring, bringing back two of the three linebackers from a season ago. Uh, ret- all three of their cornerbacks from a season ago returning. Now they are breaking in two new safeties, uh, and what's probably going to be Brian cook and Javon Hicks. Hicks got some burn a season ago as well. Um, but you gotta love, you gotta love that. If you're coming back also, you got your, your, your senior kicker, Cole Smith back and uh, you are breaking in a freshman punter, but all in all you got to love with, what, with what's what's there. Right. I mean, you got to love that. Well, right. Anytime
1: you got Kobe Bryant on your team, you got a chance mm, to win some mm, games. Mm, very true. Very true.
0: Um, well, e- Vegas is saying this, Patty C they're
1: saying the win totals at 10. Yeah. I mean, pff, looking at the returning starters, I, I was under the impression from when I had like listened to the announcers all last year, talk about how much of this team could potentially return. Uh, and I'm just surprised Moore didn't return despite being given an extra year of eligibility, knowing that, you know, they had national or at least playoff potential, you know, for as high as they're starting in the preseason rankings, which is top 10, you know, and they have some big games against teams that played in big games last year. Yeah. There's potential for them to go up, but it just seems like they're a little, little inexperienced. So I'm, I'm a little worried that they're going to get there to, to the, to the 10 wins, let alone the playoff. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, you go through like blindly right now without, without diving into the schedule, I would say you want to hit the over, but I don't feel very. I think they got that number right as well. Yeah. Um, let's, let's get into the schedule here. Um, week one, they, uh, play in one of the, what, this is
1: their rivalry game against the Red Hawks of Miami at Nippert stadium. Yeah. I want to say this will be like number 15 or 16 in a row. Cincinnati gets it, which will actually, even the series up at like 90 or 80 games a piece or something ridiculous. I don't know if they've been playing that long, but a lot of games that they've been playing and a pretty, pretty great series here. So that's a win. Then they get the Murray
0: state racers who are decent in the FCS ranks, but both, both, I mean, Cincinnati's on another level in these yeah, teams, easy one. And this is the big one and, and I'm buying into it. I think they're more legit than Indiana. I'm not sold in Indiana. Now we'll say this, Indiana, bringing in Stephen Carr. Bringing in that A uh, and transfer at wide out to go with Ty Freifogel and that uh, they have a good tight end as well to go with, and Michael Penix back from injury. That offense should
1: be good. Indiana's, yeah, sure.
0: I'm still taking Cincinnati here. I am too. I'm still taking Cincinnati. I here. mean,
1: uh, look, they 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 perform. Indiana performed better against Ohio State than we thought last year, but they still barely squeaked by a Penn State team that lost what its first five games or something last yeah. year. So I don't think Indiana is this world beater that they were made out to be. I know that you're of the same opinion. You thought they were kind of fraudulent all year. I, dude, I thought they were propping them up to help Ohio state's strength of schedule. Right. I really
0: believe that. I mean, I, I'm not taking anything away from Tom Allen in Indiana,
1: yeah, they had a great year. Yeah,
0: and I thought even the year before they had shown signs, and I think they're growing. Yeah, but uh, I don't understand why they had them over Northwestern. I don't understand
1: BYU. Yeah, I, I
0: I just didn't get it. I
1: was like, what What am I missing here? Well, there is no doubt that the pollsters, uh, the committee, showed that they're the most. They're more corrupt than the AP than the computers could ever be. Obviously, I don't think the computers corrupt. They're, they're wrong sometimes. But the, the committee was even more wrong than it, like the computers at the worst. Been, the
0: computers could have been corrupted with a little virus. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Bad <laughs> air. I saw, I saw that horrible uh, virus movie. That's right. What was it? The uh, we, the uh, polls, they got fucking contaminated. So I guess the uh, computer polls can get contaminated. Exactly. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about here.
0: <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got you.
1: It's easy to see a tide turn. There you go. That's (laughs) what I'm talking about. Let's get
0: a recount. Uh, Um, So I got them three and zero at the gate. They get a bye week before traveling to South Bend, Indiana. Two straight
1: weeks in Indiana. I guess with a bye week in between. Now
0: I got Notre Dame here mainly because I love that Marcus Freeman hire. Because I think if anyone's going to know the Cincinnati offense. It's going
1: to be the Irish, it's the dude that's been seeing it every yeah. day in practice for the past few years. Probably true, and not not to mention Notre Dame, probably the only team on the schedule more talented than Cincinnati. Huge game, obviously. Cincinnati would mean the world for Notre Dame. Will be breaking in a quarterback, but Jack Cohn is a you know great game manager, seventy percent completion percentage or so. That works well with a good running okay. game. Who are you taking? I think I'm going to take Notre
0: Dame. Yeah, unfortunately. I agree. So three and one. Then they're home on a Friday night nationally televised game against the Temple Owls. Who, who, who are gonna lose this
1: game? Yes, they will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh Temple is a weird team because I feel like traditionally they kind of give Cincinnati I They do time. bite
1: some teams too. They're
0: good defensively, awkward offensively,
1: but uh they can they can hang around some. But I think they get Temple. Didn't they give UCF a really good game uh the one year that they went on or one of the two years yeah. they went undefeated? Yeah. Temple's just a tough one. I feel like where UCF had to have that amazing catch in the end zone to, yeah, be, to beat him. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I think. I mean, they're gonna they're, they're probably gonna blow out Temple, but I I still think Temple's physicality can't, makes can't it, be asleep in yeah. that game. And this is the stretch that I'm, I, I fear for the for Bearcat fans out there, because then you're home to UCF. Yeah. That game, the last time this was played at Nippert. Now I'll say this: last year in Orlando, Cincinnati was a clear cut better team. Yeah. Two years ago. Not by much though. Two years ago. I thought UCF was the better team. And I think th-
1: I thought they, th- they threw the, g- the game away essentially. Dude, didn't last year, Cincinnati only beat them by three. I want to say UCF like, yeah, it was 36, 33 last year and UCF like got out early. They were exploding yeah. on that. But then,
0: then UC or Cincinnati called back. I thought Cincinnati was the better team last year. I two years so, ago though, it, at Nippert, I thought UCF was the clear-cut better team, and I thought Cincinnati stole that game.
1: What was the? Uh, it was like a pick six uh, on like 24. a
0: twenty-four. It was a pick six on like a wide receiver screen. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, the freshman at the time, th- th- threw that one away. And uh, I'm telling you that I thought since UCF was the clear-cut yeah, better well, team. So that's a big
1: one. Three years ago at UCF, uh, UCF won by 25. So a 25-point loss and two three-point wins does not suggest that Cincinnati has closed that gap and pulled away just yet.
0: But obviously this place is going to be lit for that one. Now here, I think they're actually going to get past UCF. Yeah, I do too. I think this is the, this is the trap spot at Navy and at Tulane.
1: That's the mm. trap spot to me. Well, between temple UCF at Navy and at Tulane, I can see a loss happening in there. And then even after that, you're home to
0: Tulsa who, who plays you mighty good last yeah, year. Probably has revenge on the mind. I just think one of those teams is going to get them.
1: Oh boy. One of those teams is going to get them, dude. I don't, I don't really C- Cincinnati's getting through this stretch with uh, just that one loss to Notre Dame. You could be right. I mean, they, they're going to be favored in all of these. They're going to be favored. The in only all of thing these, that so... scares me is they just don't have that much returning to. Uh... Well, I just think what scares you is you don't
0: have UCF or ECU scattered in there.
1: That's like four tough
0: games in a row against bowl teams.
1: Yeah, that's true. The Tulsa game, yeah, you might be right. It's very possible that they take an L in there. Uh, no, they do, they uh,
0: they don't get Memphis, which is good for them. But after that, they're at U uh, USF. Well, Jeff Scott was horrible with South Florida a year ago. That was year one. COVID was happening. I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt there. Will he have it fixed by Friday, November 12th, nationally televised game in Tampa? Maybe a little bit, but I still think Cincinnati's
1: too good. The gap is huge between these teams.
0: Now, this is an interesting one here. Jim Levitt coming over to SMU now running that defense. Sunday Dykes air raid November 20th. I think it might be a little too cold for that air raid in Nippert.
1: But that's a tricky one. Cincinnati hasn't lost at home a lot at all lately. Yeah. Uh, and the good, the great thing for them is probably their toughest uh, mat uh, competition in conferences all all at home this year. Would you say that's true? Yes. I mean, Navy yes. had a terrible year. T- typically, they'd be in that well, mix. Well, I
0: think Navy though they couldn't practice. Niemanta has
1: touched on this all offseason, yeah. being like we couldn't get ahead of that. Yeah, you got to figure. Yeah. Uh, especially coming, Navy's in a great spot in Annapolis, coming out of that UCF game the week yeah. before, yeah. dangerous fucking That's game. I know I'm we saying. talked about that one earlier.
0: And Tulane, because Tulane's a physical team. Yeah. Both Navy and Tulane are physical, which are. I mean, I'm not saying that Cincinnati's not. I'm just saying coming after the that UCF win, back to back away games are always tough for anybody in college football. So uh, I could totally see that being a dangerous game. They end their season at ECU. We know ECU is going to win the AAC Patty. See, I'm an ECU guy, if you don't know. So I got (laughs) to ride with my pirates. (laughs) Um, No, but uh, all in all, I I think they're going to go 10 and two. I got the number. I think they got the number right. Is that what
1: they have it at 10? Yeah. And
0: I say this, if I had to lean one way, I'm with you. Give me the over on Cincinnati wow. 11 and 1. Well, here's
1: the thing. I mean, with Trestle coming in and Freeman going out, there's just a big enough question mark that you got to figure. They probably drop one of one of these games that's
0: Now they maybe the two they lose are just Indiana and Notre Dame. But I think if you take the over, I think you're sitting in a better
1: spot. Let me tell you what. I think they slap the shit out of Indiana and I think I they, think they, they give too. in a Notre Dame a really good game. Um and I you know what? Guess what? If they win both of those, then they're going to play a third game in the state of Indiana. That's the national championship in Indianapolis. The twelve-team
0: playoffs, like you yeah. know, a few you years know, away. they're going to
1: find a way to rig the system against them. Getting that's it this true. Year, all right, that's true. But another New Year's Six birth is not out of the question. And maybe this year they don't go Marty Ball. They rest in peace and play aggressive to the end bu- and get that w- big win, that program-changing win. Now let, let me ask you this, Colby. Uh, we mentioned that they're going to get an opportunity to get in the playoff more frequently as a, as it expands. Does that help them close the gap on Ohio state and, and really make Obviously, a battle for I mean, recruits? I don't think it's
0: going to be ever like 50 yeah. 50, but I do think, yes, you are going into that. Like, I think people are morons if they don't think that, Hey, they're going to be able to get players from Ohio or maybe even Ohio state transfers more often. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause look, if you're not getting the, the if you know, you're going to have a, almost a guaranteed spot. Now, obviously UCF, Houston, Memphis, some teams that could really, really uh, develop under in those cities. Yeah. So even South Florida is a, is a, is a gold mine to me. Like it's you are you're, you're sitting on something that could really blow Tampa's up Tampa's huge. Yeah. yeah. But I just think in Ohio, having that home field advantage, most of this, these teams play in the South. Short of Navy, and now that UConn's gone, short of Navy and and Cincinnati, and maybe you can make the case for Tulsa, maybe a little bit cold. Yeah. I think you have a huge advantage within your own conference. I think uh, by you being in Ohio, which is an underrated uh, recruiting state, you're in a big city. Yeah. I think all of that helps you, and I think you will steal some players that you traditionally
1: would not have done before. You know what it really has the feel of? What's that? It has the feel of the big East, like back in the early nineties. Yeah. You know, you got the West Virginians, you got the Virginia techs, you got the Miami's and then you give them a little bit of access. And lo and behold, they start fucking getting those players that they weren't able to get before. I, I should have. I also forgot to mention temple as a, as a one with cold yeah. weather, Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. But I'll say this: It's going to be interesting to see if the AAC even. I, I mean, a month ago, Sports Illustrated was covering a, a story saying they'd, re, you know, been reaching out. We know factually they've been talking to Boise State via email. Yeah. And Sports Illustrated broke a story saying they won to Colorado State and San Diego State. That would be so. So massive. I, if all of that happened, I don't know if this regresses because of that, ex, because of the twelve team ex, expansion, or if it, if it, you know,
1: becomes even more likely. Yeah, it becomes yeah. even
0: more likely. May, either or. Um, I almost think if you're Boise State, you would might you'd say, "Hey, why wouldn't I just sit back in the Mountain West now?"
1: Yeah. Only problem is, uh, American does just have a few more horses, so to get that extra credit, in a way, I think if you're Boise
0: though, you you trust your pedigree, you say, "No, let's join," because if AAC is getting majority of the 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 twelve team, yeah, the the group of five, then we know playing on the Smurf turf is incredibly hard. Like,
1: yeah. If those teams were to join, even if it was just Boise, it, the AAC becomes the guaranteed number six conference. The only way that another conference is getting their champion into the, yeah. the playoff is if, like, something with Oregon that, that this year happened where oh, they're, like, down I, I, at number I, the 25. Only thing,
0: the only thing that would happen, I would just think the Sun Belt would have to, like, grab, like, the remains of the Mountain West and, like, BYU or yeah, something. Yeah, make some super yeah. conference. Yeah, So, uh uh, interesting things, but yeah, Cincinnati, give me the over Patty. C. you're on the over
1: too. give me the fucking over.
0: Baby. There we go. All right, let's go. Luke fickle. Let's have a magical year. I would love to see them go undefeated um, uh, guys. If you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe. We talk college football year round. We also talk college basketball year round. So make sure you subscribe to the college basketball. Uh, experience. I mean, if you're a Cincinnati Bearcat fan, you got uh, Wes Miller, brand new head coach, coming in. We will have you covered on the college basketball experience. Try to get that Bearcat program back to where Mick Cronin and Bob Huggins had it. So we'll have you covered over there. Also, we'll be talking all other AAC stuff, just college basketball year round on the college basketball experience. But this is the college football experience. We're breaking down all 130 teams. So if you want to know about Temple, if you want to know about UCF, if you want to know about Navy, we will have you covered. A podcast for all 130 teams. Boom. So make sure you subscribe. Tell a friend. Um, and Patty C. I mean, look, me, Patty C, NC Nick, have been handicapping every single Division One college basketball, and college football game for the past four years. We've been over 500 each and every season as a collective, but also independently. We're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on the SGPN app. Go get that SGPN app and uh, look, they're free picks. We just give them for you right there. This is a source of income. After one year, you could say these idiots, you got lucky, but after
1: four, no. you guys are just going to sit there and leave money on the table. Exactly. Give us a follow. Check out our fucking picks. Exactly. And look, we don't
0: charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. Everything is free. All right. Only thing I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us. And if you do that, Take a screenshot with your phone, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter and, uh, and follow me as well. And I will get, send you a college experience t-shirt, brand new t-shirt to go with your Bearcats undefeated season. How does that sound? Oh. And uh, look, Patty C's on is on Twitter at Patty c three, give him a follow. NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give him a follow And the college or in the sports gambling podcast. Network is on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them a follow. Check out that new uh well, just check out all the great the great uh guests and stuff we have over there, Bill Burr, Joe Theismann, all that good stuff. Um, so subscribe to to that, and then yeah. This is the College Football Experience, Cincinnati Bearcat style. You better start thinking about yours. And we have it.